0: to another edition of road tripping of course um it's kind of one of those things where road tripping is going off the map a little bit usually we stick to the nba realm but today and rightfully so we're stepping into the mlb space uh for a man who needs no introduction cc sabathia welcome to the road Tripping crow
1: welcome. thank you guys thank you this is uh this is epic for me to be on here because i started my podcast after listening to you guys <laughs> You know it. Say it again.
2: I
3: appreciate it. Uh CC. no, I, I've been on your podcast multiple times and you've given us credit. Um uh but it it's you know it's good it's good to hear it on road tripping, man. That's all we're trying to do is inspire people. Uh I lost CC. What happened to CC? Did you guys lose CC? You I
2: guys didn't... see him?
3: No. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's pushing <laughs> Yeah, I can see you now. I can see oh. you now. Did you get a oh. call?
0: That came in too. Did your aim just pop back up too? <laughs> uh, so, yo, so, aim in college was cracking. Y'all sleep. <laughs> I think I was too young for that. I never had that. Oh jeez,
3: you know, uh, you Allie. know, Channing and, I, Channing and I do no prep, but Allie did some prep. Do you know that? Nineteen years ago today.
0: Ask him what happened nineteen years ago today.
1: What happened? To me? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs>
0: How <laughs> do you not know this?
1: Was that, was it maybe my debut?
0: Hello. <laughs> yes, yeah. it was.
1: Ah, I would have never known that if you guys would have said that. That's awesome.
3: I would have never figured that out yeah, yeah. had a professional here and research stuff.
0: For the uh, fact checkers out there, because this will not air until April 9th, tomorrow. It was on April 8th. 2001 that you made your major league debut with a connection for all of us at the Cleveland Indians.
1: Yeah, and you know what's crazy is that I remember standing on the mound like I was so nervous that day, but I didn't sleep at all. And I remember getting out there like thinking like, damn, I should have maybe I should have slept a little bit. Like I was <laughs> <laughs> I was so tired. It was a day game and I was so tired because I hadn't slept in two days. I was just nervous about being out on the mound. But that's all I can really remember from that day
3: uh ali said that you were the youngest player in major league baseball when you made your debut
1: yeah i was um man i had made when i was i think 16 i watched andrew jones uh, play in the world series as a teenager and i was like man i want that to be me like i want to be the youngest player in the big league so like from that point you know i think it was 1996 um i was on the mission to try to get to the big leagues and that was the only thing i was thinking about and you know, it ended up happening that year. I was twenty years old, I think, when I made my debut. So
0: um, far outside of being a teenager, then
1: I was. Yeah, I was I just I just missed it by one year, but I wasn't ready at that time. Um, you know, so coming up in two thousand and one, the team was ready. Um, I didn't. They didn't have a lot of starting pitching. I got lucky in in that way that you know I kind of made the team just just because of you know lack of numbers. So um, came up and was on a great team. Had a great bullpen. A great bunch of leaders, Robbie Alomar, um Omar Biscale, Kenny Lofton ended up winning seventeen games. So it was uh it was an amazing season for me. <laughs> so
2: Kenny Lofton? Kenny. Let's
1: go to Kenny's go-to. <laughs> I,
2: did, did,
1: did, did, did his team wow. go to the final wow. four? Lofton. Oh, he what? talks about his basketball days. Did his team go to the final four? Did they make like a good run? <laughs> Yes, his team went
3: to the final four. Jason Terry actually broke his steals record at Arizona, which says, Yeah. Uh, I can
0: never get through a road trip and podcast episode without the mention of Arizona. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I mean, we weren't
2: so great. We've had some pretty amazing guests on. So if every guest has played with an amazing Arizona Wildcat, that just shows you maybe Toledo needs to step up his game. Hey, watch out. Oh, wow. We need some more tornadoes up here. Oh, so great. Cece,
3: how old are you? I am 39. I'll be 40 in July. So, we are, again, I'll be 40 in June. I'm 39. We were watching the exact same World Series at the exact same time, as was most of America. But I remember Andrew Jones hitting, uh, hitting two home runs in his first two at bats. I remember that because Chipper Jones was my favorite baseball player. I actually got his jersey this year uh, signed. He's one of my all-time greats. So to hear you say, like, you watching Andrew Jones and saying that you wanted to be the youngest player in baseball, uh, like, that was your goal. Like, that's crazy. That It's just crazy to me for me because I remember as a kid sitting there. Now I wasn't thinking I wanted to be the youngest player in the NBA, uh, but to 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 know that you were watching the exact same World Series at the same time for different reasons—that that that's pretty trippy, man. Like, was there anybody else that you met along the way that was around the kind of the same age as you with the same goals?
1: Uh, you know what? Actually, it was a guy that ended up playing for the Braves. His name was Rafael Furcal, and I played against him in the minor leagues or rookie ball and stuff. And we were the same age, and we got to the big leagues. I think he was, you know, a couple months uh, older than me, so it made me the youngest player. But um, he was a guy that that was young and talented, and he was on the mission to get to the big leagues, you know, at at a young age. And we kind of just bonded in that way, and you know, we were friends, you know, all the way coming, coming all the way, uh, coming all the way up together in the minor leagues. The one thing, Richard,
0: do you have another thing? Well, no,
1: no, man. One thing that
0: I find interesting it's about it's this uh, is the trio of. Is that you're all just retired? So Richard is approaching the two-year two-year mark. Jading, you have just surpassed the one-year mark. Why are you smiling?
2: Life is good right now. I'm outside chilling, feeling
0: <laughs> internet. Cc, uh, you, you are just months retired. Uh-huh. So what is that life like now for you? And it's, it's been- so crazy because of what's going on.
1: Yeah, it 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 has been crazy because like I retired and like you know, I thought I'd be missing the game, but like nobody's playing right now. So it kind of (laughs) like makes it
0: easier.
1: It makes it easier to kind of digest. But no, it's been fun, man. I I think the last, you know, three or four years I've been kind of setting up to to be retired. You know, I got older kids now, I got a sixteen year old, fourteen, um, eleven and nine. So it's fun to be around here and be with them and just kind of be like an Uber driver. You know, I got to see my girls dance for the first time a couple months ago, and I cried like crazy because they worked so hard. and I never seen them dance and got a chance to go to a dance competition and I couldn't stop crying. So it's just been fun to actually like be a dad and like be around because when you're playing, you're so focused on trying to, you know, be at your best. And, you know, you got to go here and do these different things and work out and all this kind of stuff. So just to be here and, and be around every day is a lot of fun for me.
0: Has there been
1: anything that's I been guess, a shock? What,
0: Jenny?
1: What
2: did you say? Oh, I was gonna say I get it. My son went to the championship game, and I was like cheering up, and I was like, "Dude, like if you saw him skate or play hockey the first game, I was like, yo, this might not be you.' <laughs> you know, get <laughs> you to play something else, right? And then the last game, I was like, I felt I knew what it felt like. The Mighty Ducks. You know when you see the Mighty Ducks the first time, you get hyped? Like, that's how I was feeling. Like, my son, I was like, dude, he's so good. He's, like, stopping and starting. And <laughs> it. Like,
1: was, everyone's was like, shit, calm down. I was like, nah, I'm not going to calm down. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I never, I'm so hyped at all their games. and like, basketball, baseball, <laughs> everything. Like, I'm, I'm hyped. Like, I, Like most of the time I have to go sit by myself because I'm just screaming and yelling and getting excited. So I really get into it, like, all all their sports.
0: I was gonna say, are you that individual that everyone hears? Do your do your children hear you when you are present?
1: One thousand percent, like one thousand percent. My my son, uh, he's he's in the tenth grade. He plays JV basketball, and yeah, he can hear me. Like if I tell him to do something, he can definitely hear me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm that dad too. No, I'm always it, screaming, post oh, up, or you know what I'm saying? Like I'm always out there screaming something stupid. <laughs>
3: <laughs> do you do you, do you, find, do you find that you're dialing yourself back a little bit uh, from coaching your kids and just kind of letting them find their way? Are you one of those? Are, are are your kids the ones that are coming to you saying, "Dad, help me out," or "Dad, what does it take?"
1: You know what? I, I don't I don't like to coach. I coached football one offseason, season, um, and my son played quarterback, and it kind of it was hard. Like it like I just I was I was on them all day every day, and I think it just kind of. For that year our relationship wasn't as good as I would like it to be. So I, I, I backed off of that and now I I get them coming to me more. You know, I don't I don't be I'm not out there coaching, I'm not out there every day, but we're in the backyard taking ground balls every day, we play catch every day. And I think it's because I take that back seat now and, and I'm not so like, you know, on the field and or on the court, you know, trying to coach all the time. We just do it here, you know, in, in the privacy. I still get on their butts big time. But it's not, you know, in public like it was that year off cultural football.
0: We've had a lot of time um, over the last couple of weeks. We've recorded a couple of podcasts, um, CC already, and Channing Richard and I have talked about uh, what's going on right now in the world. And obviously, I-, I think that oftentimes it can be so cliche when we say it's bigger than sport. Um, but oftentimes it's the truth. And I think right now we're going through as a country, as a world, uh, it is bigger than sport. And I know that, um, if I'm not mistaken, you were taking up an instructor role with the Yankees, correct?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: You're kind of going to dive into that a little bit. Uh, And then everything got put on pause. What is it like uh, in the world of Major League Baseball right now and and how they are handling everything? We talk a lot about it from the NBA side.
1: Yeah, I think they're just trying to figure out a way to – to get the season in. Obviously, I think we know at this point it's not going to be 162 games. Um, you know, it's kind of it's, it's kind of going to be hard to be able to try to play 162 at this point um, just because so, it's so many cold-weather teams and you really can't play in the late November. Um, so it just seems like that is pro- probably off the table. But I think guys just want to play. You know, I, um, talking to a lot of the guys and, you know, being around a lot of the guys, I think they just want to try to Get whatever kind of re- resemblance of a season in, and that's why you you know you hear player association coming up with Arizona getting every team down there, um, different you know things in the playoffs they can do like a neutral site. Um, so some of these cold weather teams that play in the playoffs, you maybe maybe playing in Arizona or Florida, you know, in, in November or October or whenever, you know, we get to that point. But I just think guys want to play. I mean, baseball players at this point are just itching to get back out there, and it's been a long off-season basically for these guys and. They want want to get started.
0: You all can really weigh into this, but obviously uh, Adam Silver, NBA commissioner, just mentioned the other day that it won't even be until May 1st that they can at least start talking about next steps for the NBA. And obviously they were almost three-fourths through the regular season. So in a different uh, phase, I guess, in Major League Baseball. But then I see last night, as you mentioned, Major League Baseball is talking about that neutral site in Arizona. Is that realistic? And for the NBA, if they choose to shift Richard and Channing, you guys can both weigh in on this. Shift months, the season in general, how much is that going to impact baseball, football, and how it all kind of plays off one another?
1: I think for baseball, I think it is kind of realistic. I think, you know, if Arizona can house it, but it it would just be really hard down there for four and a half months if you had to play – you know, outside in, in Arizona in July and August. Yes, yeah, That's going to be again. rough, man. <laughs> I thought I, I
3: learned how to play basketball at 13 years old in the park by myself in that heat, CeCe. Yeah,
2: Barbecued out there, look. That, <laughs> that, that would be good.
3: <laughs> that, that ain't it. I, <laughs> yeah. I, used I, was dark. I used to think I was dark-skinned until I got to New York and I lost all my son. And then I realized that, no, it was just that I grew up in Arizona and I'm actually <laughs> light-skinned. i actually dark black. So <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with
2: you, CC. Like, my question is, like, I love going to baseball games live, right? I think baseball live is one of the best sports to watch. Like, I talk to my friends about how there's no translation to, like, television. And why do you think that is? And how come baseball hasn't almost like the NFL and the NBA haven't promoted more of their players. I think you have like guys like Aaron judge and um, all these other players who are real athletes and they're just not being promoted enough. In my opinion, right. We don't get to see enough of the players. There's so many of you guys and you play so many games. What can major league do to help their players out? And so we can get to know you guys, right. There's, there's so many good, funny, awesome athletes that we just don't know
1: about unless you're like a baseball diehard. Mm -hmm. I think the NBA does a great job of using their sponsors to put guys in commercials. Like, look at State Farm commercials. Those commercials are hilarious, and, like, it brings out some of those guys' personalities that we normally probably wouldn't get to see. So I feel like baseball needs to use some of their sponsors, whoever they are, and get players to do the commercials and, and, you know, promote their sponsors. I think baseball is a hard sport, though, where, you know, if you go 0 for 4, it's hard to be on Instagram and be on Twitter and do you know do those do those things. I think in basketball, a guy a, a good player is going to score 25 points a night, whether his team wins or loses. You know what I'm saying? Like it's in it, it baseball, you get into more slump, so you tend to have more humble guys. You know what I mean? And I think as far as the television side, baseball's looked the same since the 60s on TV. You know, you see the pitcher, the catcher, maybe the shortstop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, there's no different angles. I feel like. Oh, yeah. You know, we need a lot more different angles and different things that the NFL and NBA does to make the games cooler. Like, it's almost more fun to watch an NFL game at home than it is live. You know what I'm saying? Because you get more of the, you know, you hear the quarterback.
3: It it is more fun to watch a football game at home. It is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and baseball's not that way, to Channing's point, where it's it's more fun to watch it live. You know what I mean? Okay, so what's
0: going to happen when NBA has to turn (laughs) to... (laughs) What's going to happen when the NBA has to turn to um, a different schedule and it coincides with that of Major League Baseball? And then you have to decide.
1: That, that's going to be rough. And, and I, to me, honestly, um, there's so many dead baseball games in the middle of the summer. I think the NBA would take over the summer if they actually – I heard that starting the season in December and ending in August where yeah. baseball heats up in August. That's when people really start watching baseball. It's from, like, August to October. So I think the NBA has a real chance of, like, really taking over the summer if if the guys are open to that and, and the, the league is open to that. I think, you know, taking that summer spot over, I think, would be a big thing for the NBA, to be honest. I hate yeah. to say that as a baseball guy, That's but I'm, I'm an NBA fan. You know what I mean? And I would no. love it if they were playing all the way in, into August.
3: No, but this is my thing, CeCe, is, like, Everyone's talking about, hey, if we start in December or we start Christmas because, you know, up until then, college football, NFL, they kind of rule the day. So if we move it a couple of months, if we move it a couple of months, then we wouldn't have to compete against. It's funny how you say that. <laughs> you People say that knowing that the that Major League B- Baseball, America's pastime, is on the other end of that. So basically what you're saying... Without saying is that we'd rather compete against baseball and baseball. I'm not saying that you're struggling with the of major league baseball. It's in a kind of a special spot. I think it would, it would really, really hurt baseball. And again, you want to do whatever you got to do for your sport to survive. That's not the conversation, but I'm not going to say it would crush. I'm not saying it would crush baseball, but I think it would really, really impact baseball heavily.
1: It would, definitely. But but those are, like I said, it's a lot of like, that's like the middle of the season. So unless you're a diehard baseball fan, you're not really watching that baseball on TV anyway until August, until the the races heat up and then you get the wild cards and all of that stuff. I think all of that stuff happens in August, which would be the end of the basketball season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you but you eat up. So like, OK, so when the casual fan
3: has nothing else to do but watch baseball or or but to pay attention to baseball, because that's the that's what the the, the time frame is, you're going to take away that casual fan and push them in. So it's like, OK, I don't I make numbers off my head, but instead of your ratings being a five, your ratings would be a four, right? I, I just, I, I, and, that, and even people having to choose how to spend their dollar, if over the bulk of baseball in that middle, middle part, if people are choosing between what uh, paying to go to an NBA game or paying to go see a baseball game, like, what are they going to choose in the middle of that summer? I just, I, I wonder what that does to baseball and uh, just kind of looking at all the
1: sports. And, but even even as far as TV ratings, though, the NFL kind of like runs the summer anyway, with, con- concurrent with the NBA, because you got the playoffs going from April until June. Right. But then ah. you have like the draft and then they have OTAs and all of that stuff. So all you're watching on ESPN anyway is a, a bunch of football and basketball anyway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you have to tu- you have to turn the MLB network to get baseball news. At the beginning of the baseball season because the NFL and the NBA are right it's peak season for them. Yeah, I but can't wait th-
0: for my sports centric would you rathers at the end of this because it's all about basketball, NBA or MLB. And I'm so interested to see what side you guys take.
2: Oh. Oh yeah. No,
3: we're getting I game. just don't think
0: the love, NBA, like, is NBA is gonna change to go
2: to the, the Christmas start. It just it just doesn't make sense. So I think the NBA's been doing and progressing in that time slot so well. And just to, uh, based on this uh, virus, we, we should just stop this season, not finish the season, get ready for next season. There's going to have to have so many different new protocols. You're going to have to, Richard. What happened on Right? And so, like, they, they're going to need time to prepare for next year. Why have a shortened season when the product isn't even going to be well that good? And I know that the commissioner of baseball, he for sure is looking at Adam Silver like, yo, don't step on my turf like that. You're messing with billions, millions and billions of dollars. When it comes around, you can't they, – they send that to the table. You know what I'm saying? Like all those mafia <laughs> movies, like, hey, man, don't come over to the docks. <laughs>
1: the
2: <laughs> Baseball doesn't want right?
1: NBA to change. Baseball – uh, No, they don't. Know. They don't. The but I think, yeah. I think fans do, though. I think yeah. fans will love it. Yeah. No. I think fans will love it. And you got to think, like, that's at the end of the football season. Like, if you guys start in December – if basketball started in December – Middle and late December, that's the end of the football. It's the last couple weeks of football. So people ain't really, I mean, you know, the playoffs start in January the beginning of the
2: basketball. The most important game game in basketball is the Christmas Day game next to the NBA finals, right? The Christmas Day game is literally everything. If we put every scrub out of shape team on Christmas Day, because that's when they got to start it makes it absolutely trash.
1: That's true. Right? That's This true. should be
2: the best six teams on Christmas, and then by June, July, this is summertime, if you're a scrub, you get your summer. If you're not in the playoffs, you get your summer. If you're good and you're going in, now people are like, well, I have a choice. Do so I want to be outside in this heat in Arizona? Or do I want to be inside watching playoff basketball?
1: Yeah. That,
2: it just works. And I'm sorry, but like... It's also hard to compete with the, like, I've only been, I've been a crap load of Chicago Cubs games. So for me, being at Wrigley Fields, oh, in the summer? Are you
1: (laughs) What? I think I'm hating too, just I want somebody (laughs) else to working in the summer. (laughs) No,
3: no. But this, and, and this is the thing. Imagine, so this is one of the things, training camp, right? You have these cold weather cities. You have these cold weather cities like, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Minnesota. Uh, imagine saying starting training camp. Uh, starting training camp, uh, November, November 18th. Regular season starts December 1st. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how miserable. What's wrong that? With that? What do you mean? you're starting Metro training camp? If you, if you start this, if you start because this is the thing in basketball if you start in uh w- when we would start in September every city the weather is nice Milwaukee I've played it weather's nice and then the weather slowly starts to decrease and gets crazy but i'm saying like to say guys you're going to be moving to your new town in December right like you do you really want to be
0: moving into
1: in, it. unless no. it's Miami
0: respect <laughs> respect to you all but do you think fans want to hear you guys complain about Moving to your new cities based off of the weather? Y- yes. Yeah, yes. because that- people make decisions based on the <laughs> weather. Okay. Thank you.
3: Yeah, yeah. If you want if you want guys to to sign in a cold weather place respectfully. You don't want them. You don't. You don't want guys to be like, yo. Training camp is starting December first, right? Like in in some of these cities that can have four feet of snow
0: all i'm, oh, I'm raised saying is in a cold weather space i get buried with snow every single winter of my life so
3: yeah yeah so now, now that you live in LA, tell know. us more tell us now that you more live in los angeles
0: <laughs> tell us more allison uh, the rain the last 48 hours has been a little much for me
1: <laughs> um, we'll two days <laughs> no, no. See, see,
0: I, I moved here a year ago and I prayed for the first like three months I moved to California from Ohio a year ago and for the first three months I prayed for the sun to go away <laughs> like just just give me a reason to not have to go out and chase you and to not feel like I need to be doing something all the time and now I'm like this rain what is going on like what
1: yeah, see, <laughs> to
0: to me, and I'm like no
1: yeah, I lived in San Diego. Uh, my wife went to San Diego State, so we went down. we moved down there when she went to uh, her four years of college. and it, And if it rained two days in a row, i would be like, "What is going on? Like this is I can't handle this. This is crazy. That's no, San,
3: San, yeah. San Diego's a magical place. I completely understand uh, that yeah. no, I, I think to me, like as much as we're talking about season season canceling, that to me is the biggest thing that people are are kind of missing. Not so much competing against base basketball or football, excuse me, but just more of that competition with baseball, which respectfully, I'm not disrespecting baseball people, but there's a reason why we're moving, because I can sit up here and say that at that point in time, the NFL is more important. Mm -hmm. I can sit up here also and say that I believe that we would beat baseball Mm -hmm. as a sport in that crucial time of the summer, and that would not be good for baseball.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think you know going I, now that I'm thinking going into July, like that's the All Star Game. That's like you know Fourth of July is a big game for baseball and you know basketball. Is the All Star Game? <laughs> 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 yeah, it was supposed to be in LA this year. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was in Cleveland last year. It was actually really fun in Cleveland. Oh,
0: damn! I- 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 yeah.
1: That bad. The, the, the city hey, did a really I'm not good a donkey, job but I
2: stayed at a Best Buster <laughs>
1: <laughs> they did a really good job though. I was excited about that Cleveland was fun
0: mm-hmm. oh man uh, I have a question I was for you I was
1: actually there, so
0: <laughs> what um, Channing did you know and obviously CC, you'll have to tell us when you uh, spent those couple months with the Brewers uh-huh. why did you choose to change the spelling of your name
1: I didn't. I, I really didn't. I don't know what happened. Um, the night that I was packing, I mean, the night that I got traded, I was literally packing because they were like, "Do you want to come tomorrow or do you want to come next week?" I was like, "I'm out of here." Like I'm, like they the Cleveland don't want me. I'm 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 leaving. Like I want to leave in the morning. So uh, I'm packing, and then somebody calls my wife and is like, "Hey, how does CC spell his name? Was it is it periods or not?" And she was like, "Nah, no periods. Like just put CeCe. And then everybody made a big deal of it, like I changed the spelling of my name. It's not even my name. My name is Carson Charles. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't change that. They just took the they just took them two periods out of it. I was like, all right, this is not that big of a deal, but everybody made it a huge deal. Hey, it's okay. So, I
3: have a I have a shitty tattoo. I have a shitty tattoo that said just R J. That people know about. Your mom. Shut up. Uh and so uh <laughs> I apologize, Channing. That's just a default statement. I apologize. It's okay, That's okay. Just a it's
0: default
3: you know I love your mother. God rest her soul. I miss you. I love you.
2: Oh god. That's so dark. People are going to hate you on the but they're, they're no. all jokes. I know it's all jokes. Right. I'm, I'm going to go cry myself to sleep tonight. <laughs> Drink, it'll he make it better.
3: It. No, so I said I, had a te- I have a terrible tattoo. And people all of a sudden just start calling.
0: Cece, do you have friends like this?
1: Uh, uh, I do. I do. This is uh, great. It's perfect.
0: God, you're such a dick, Jenny. Uh-huh. So, yeah. It has a on the text.
2: Older, What Channing? I asked this. Is it a sofa crush? Is that is that corduroy? Is it mine or his? No. Who are you talking?
0: species What? He wants to know if the couch just, is corduroy.
1: Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, it's corduroy.
0: I just <laughs> want to know about the fish swimming behind you.
1: Yeah, well, I was doing shark like, shark I, like I said, I was doing there? my podcast before R two C two, and and we, I was in my office, and I just thought that I needed like a little different scenery. The kids should be walking around back here soon, but yeah, I mean, you know, this is uh, one of the the things that what kind I had of fish
2: to you got in there. It's
1: uh, you know, it's, it's a it's a saltwater tank, so it's um, it's all kind of shit in there. I have no idea what kind of fish are in there. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted shark. But I mean, you I got, got money. Money. Sharks eat everything. They do. That's what she said, and and uh, the guy wouldn't let me get anything. So I have a. It's a puffer fish in there somewhere. He'll he'll be swimming, up, swimming okay. around. Okay, I
2: respect that. Wait, <laughs>
1: Cece, when we talked on your
3: podcast, everybody go check out Cece and Ryan Ruco's podcast. Uh, when we talked on your po- podcast, ordering food, right? When you order Grubhub, when you order Order Postmates, and you're like. People are coming to your door, handing food off. They're seeing you. Has that changed a little bit now that, like, like I, I have a feeling everyone is ordering more food? Because I was, I was telling somebody, I was like, yo, there's like kind of like a privacy thing to it. You're giving people that you don't know your address, your yeah. name, yeah. and then yeah. coming and dropping off food. And if you do it two, three times a week, it's a different driver every single time. And people just kind of know where you live. Have you kind of changed what you've been doing since you probably most likely have been doing
1: it more? Yeah, you know what, though? It's, it's only, like, a few limited restaurants around here. So, like, all the drivers I know anyway. You know what I mean? Like, the, <laughs> the guy dropped off pizza today. My wife ordered pizza. The guy dropped off pizza. I'm like, oh, what's up, bro? Like, it's, that's my homie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm <laughs> will like a small you place see? like that. <laughs> you want to come in? Yeah, you want to come in, hang out? Like, it's yeah. one of... It's, it's a small little city, so everybody really knows each other. So it's not bad.
0: You don't have an alias even for like Uber Eats and Postmates? You guys don't use a different name? I don't think you can. Can I you? use
2: the alias?
1: No, you can. I
2: use the alias. And then when I open up the door, they're like, "Janing." I'm like, uh, yeah. They're like, this is for Milton, right? <laughs> 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 right? A, uh, they're like, well- did you order this $300 thing from Din Tai Fung? I said, yeah, that was me, dog. Hey, can I get a picture? like,
3: yeah, in of my house. Jen, what an
1: alien Milton, he said. Yes.
3: <laughs> this dude had a dog named Milton Fry that was like, Uh-oh. look, bulldogs, bulldogs are already look like they're slow, but this one was slow <laughs> with like a side eye and like, a,
0: like he passed Uh-oh. away yeah,
2: he after months. Yeah, yeah, he had a touch. He had a touch. He, oh, he died from anxiety <laughs> in an air conditioning room. So rest is forced about for the homie. But damn, she got me. The breeder got
1: me. <laughs> Yo, speaking of speaking of breeders, if I would have known that you can get a, a tiger for two k, have you guys seen that Tiger King documentary? No. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have any dogs. What? I would have tigers all over this house. What? No. Yeah, I, I promise if you. You haven't seen. I, you haven't seen this show.
0: documentary. I've seen Tiger King, but why would you do that to a tiger?
1: I, I mean, they're two thousand dollars. Why not? I, instead of having all these dogs over here, like I got four, three dogs that cost twice as much.
2: You, you, you
1: I you, probably you, wouldn't you have in, in the cage. I would have in the <laughs> <Hang
2: on. laughs> <Shannon, laughs> you
3: Have something to eat. All those nutria and and beavers that are roaming around.
2: Mm-hmm. Listen. I got some work to do out here. I've been gone for, but I got time. I'm gonna be out here like my man uh, on a Groundhog's
1: Day. <laughs> See, <laughs> like look, at this, look at this guy right here. There's, like, what? what I can replace him.
2: Oh, wait! I, isn't he hypoallergenic?
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: he's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! What's his name?
1: His name wait, wait, is
2: Raider. Oh, uh, name, he's uh, an old he like English the Raiders, Wait.
1: I like the Raiders. Yeah. All right,
2: give me the rundown on the Raiders this year. Are they gonna be any good?
1: I hope so. I'm excited. I'm really excited about them going to Vegas. Like just the move alone, I think will bring more players. Um, you know, they, they had a good draft last year. We never really draft well and they drafted really good <laughs> last year. Seriously. Um, Max, Max well. Crosby, uh Josh Jacobs, um Abrams. Like we got some we got some really nice pieces. So um, I'm excited. I can't wait to get to Vegas and, and new stadium. Like, you know, okay. my whole life it was LA Coliseum and then it was the Oakland Coliseum. So for them to be able to play in a new stadium, man, this this is gonna be awesome. I'm excited. Oh Do you, they're you a their NFL team. Yeah, yeah, the uh, I like the
0: Cardinals. I'm from Arizona.
1: We
2: and we I got DeAndre Hopkins. Uh championship Super Bowl.
3: I hate the Cardinals. I hate the Cardinals. I'm a Rams fan here. Um,
2: You're that, a that's fake funny. LA, dude. richard <laughs> how
3: I? Hey, I was born in Los Angeles. You
2: were just born in LA. You spent more time in Phoenix than you have anywhere else in the rest of your life. That's not true. That you, you we're running out that's of time.
3: true. <laughs> four, I've, wow. I've lived in California now for how many years? I haven't lived in. I have not lived in Phoenix years ago. Phoenix, Phoenix. I have not lived in Phoenix Phoenix. since I was 23 years old. 23 years old was the last time I lived in Phoenix. Richard, isn't that you were still in college the last time I lived in Phoenix, Channing?
2: You know what? That's disrespectful to Phoenix, and I will not be a part of this. Your twelve seconds. As away. I live in Portland.
0: <laughs> okay, hang on. Oh, I
2: know I was like, wait, did people
0: freeze? Oh my god. <laughs> this is literally this is literally what we have come to in our means of technology. I wish your service was so much better, Channing. Because
2: Ali, I can't help this. This is my these are my relaxing days where I'm in the sticks, where I spend time with nature. I'm literally looking at a bald eagle fly right here. You're Whoa. lying. You're
3: lying. <laughs> you're lying. You're wearing you're lying. a short shirt that says I'm magical and you're lying.
0: I was gonna say, can you educate us all on your choice today?
2: Uh so I was going online for funny t shirts. And my three-year-old said, "Oh, I like unicorns." I said, "You want Daddy to get this shirt?" So yes, I love this shirt. Unicorns are the best. Bow, got it. She loves me more. We're good. Oh, I have three girls. So anything they say, go.
3: Oh, Channing, Ooh. I I promise you, oh, I'm so gonna steal. I'm so gonna steal your terrible T-shirt idea. Um, yeah, that's, that, oh, I mean, awesome. I mean, awesome. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. Not terrible. Yes,
2: they're $10. So whether they're awesome or terrible, they're economical. All right? they <laughs> really don't matter. I'm saving that for this one. For $10, listen, look, I'm getting a good deal. Uh, okay. So we, uh, CC,
3: we've gotten so many people's hypothetical. I know that you are more than just a baseball fan. You're a sports fan. You played sports. You followed all sports. If the NBA were to get started, you are people that you know even thought about how that could even get done. I'm asking somebody that so I want somebody that's going to think outside the box because we've all had these same conversations.
1: You broke up. You said what? When it's the- I,
3: wanted, I, I, I wanted to know if you knew if you had had any conversations with like how you would start up the NBA season because everything everybody's. We, we, I want somebody that's going to think outside the box. Like as from more of a fan perspective of like what would satisfy the fans if we needed to play a few more games and then get into the postseason?
1: Honestly, I think I think just playing in safe places without fans. I think for I mean, just for basketball fans, we just want to see it on TV. You know what I mean? Like they don't I mean, we want to see the guys play, so you know, by any means really necessary. So it really doesn't mean that we have to be there if if there's safe arenas that the guys can get in, if they have rapid testing and the guys can get tested and nobody, you know, tests positive and they can go play in wherever it is, you know, whether it's Arizona or wherever, you know, the, the places that they can get this done. Uh, we just want to see them play kind of – I don't want to the, – they don't have to finish the regular season. Um, you know, I, I, what is it, like uh, 15 games left or something like that? They don't have to finish all those, but if they play six or seven and then started the playoffs, I think we'd be happy with that.
0: Let me get your take on this, because uh, when we had Braun on a couple weeks ago, he made the comment, and, and I think you guys all feel this way, that playing without fans is really hard to process. And I was watching when you walked off the field for your, after your final attempt, that pitch that you threw, and you were, yeah. you were done. Obviously, you're, you're going into retirement in, the, in that moment, but you talked about hearing the fans and that ovation once more. So, is it really going to be okay to play without fans? I mean, you want to see the NBA finish, but it literally, if it happens this summer, will be without fans.
1: Yeah, but I think that, you know, for somebody like Vince Carter, that would be hard, right? Because he's retiring. But the rest of these guys who aren't retiring and, you know, you got a season to play. I mean, you just go out and play it. I played in front of no fans in Tampa for 19 years. So it kind of is what it is. There you go. So, I mean, like... I remember having
0: a conversation, too, Richard, with you, where I was like, obviously, as professionals, you guys are going to go out and you're going to do your job. But there is an element that gets taken away when the fans aren't there. And, yeah, you do want to just get back to it, but I just don't... I, I okay, let let
3: let's let's I, I'm gonna say this in a very respectful space, right? No fans is eerie. A little fans or a few fans, whatever. you can't do that, but a lot, not everyone has played in front of a packed house since they were sixteen years old. Yeah. right? Now, a lot of the guys that have been in the for ten 12 years like that like no, but a lot of these younger players, like not every game is sold out. So if you have to play, you know, a game where there's not many people in the stands, at the end of the day, like, you're so focused and you're so locked in, especially when it comes postseason, you're chasing a goal. If you told me that no one can come into the gym, I'm going to still play as hard as I can. Yeah, that boost of the crowd, that extra energy, but you just have to channel something and pull something from within. I don't, I just don't think, like, oh, we don't want to do it if no fans are there. That's a damn lie. That's a damn lie. I stand by that right? Like, CeCe, you were trying to make it up through the minor leagues. There wasn't no fans there,
2: but you knew what was at stake. You knew what
3: was at stake playing that hockey and giving your best. I went to the
2: Tucson Sidewinder's games on Thursdays. They are 50-cent beer and hot dogs. I went every Thursday. (laughs) Thanks, Channing. (laughs) Thanks thanks for that
0: contribution, Chan. (laughs) Okay, okay.
1: I think okay. once you get out there, you, you 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 like you said, you just laser focus, you intense, and it is what it is. Like, for me, it'll be me against the the hitter, whoever that is. So it really doesn't matter if nobody's out there or not. I mean, obviously, I got used to playing in the Bronx and playing in front of fifty thousand people all the time, and that, like you said, that last ovation was really one of the only times I really heard the crowd, and just it was weird. Like in that moment, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe because I knew it was my last time walking off, or whatever, I was able to appreciate it. Like, I got down underneath and I just started, I broke down, like, I started crying. But it was because of that ovation. Um, and like I said, it was really, like, my, one of my only times in 11 years that I really heard the crowd.
0: What is that moment like? Walking off? Yeah, when you know it's it.
1: It was, you know Before what? Before your last
2: pitch, did you, hit, did you hear a drum? Did you hear somebody hit a garbage can? <laughs>
1: That was that was a different playoffs. That that yeah that was a different playoffs.
2: I <laughs> uh, yeah, was <laughs> talking with your bed. Right? Oh <laughs> man You're like my last pitch last feeling, pitch in the
0: <laughs> Oh shit. You know
1: what? That last uh, it was satisfying because I would, I would still be trying to pitch this year. That's just how I am. Like, it, it, like I literally left everything out there. So it was, it was satisfying to be able to walk off with, with literally leaving my arm out there at Yankee Stadium. You know what I mean? Like that. I mean, it couldn't have for me. It couldn't have ended any different.
0: Like even watching those images and that the videos of your walk off was. It's so chilling. Like even. It will forever be. See,
3: Channing, you're a very good player like him. People get really excited and they they feel sad because they're going to miss him.
2: <laughs> Did you not see the video? I actually balled out. I had ten points in the fourth quarter. Don't what? <laughs> ball.
0: Um, Barbecue chicken.
2: They were icing me in the first half. Yeah, give me a quick rock. I'm going to try to go out like Kobe. I'm trying to, to go out like If you ten, Kobe. I scored. <laughs> yeah. You would have took the 10 I had in the fourth quarter and, and multiplied that by four. I would have 40. That's That's great. What's up,
3: <laughs> they should have played you. I. They should have started you. Uh, Iced me out, dog.
0: We're going to have to let CC go here in a few minutes. So I have, like, six would you rathers when it comes to sports. Oh. Hi, oh. Roxy.
3: That's not Roxy. Yes,
0: that, it is.
3: That is Roxy. Yeah. Roxy. Yeah. You got <laughs> pixelation, Channing. I I, I thought, uh, yeah. I...
0: Anyways, you guys want to dive into these?
3: Yeah, let's go. Awesome. All
0: right. They're a little fun. Um, number one, what's harder, this is going to be easy, making a half-court shot or making contact with a major league pitch? Harder? What's
2: harder?
3: Hard? Oh. oh, contact. Making contact. No, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say yeah. making contact. You didn't say getting a hit. You said making, making contact. contact.
0: Okay, yeah. getting a hit. My, getting a oh, base oh, okay. hit. Sorry. Oh, oh. Okay. oh, basically.
1: That's that's damn near impossible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's hard to get hit.
0: like seen these two these two guys try and make half court shots and it's not
3: whole <laughs> either. Not pretty. But may, I I if you were to tell me for my life, I no, obviously making it make getting a hit i would actually say give me contact versus a half-court shot i would not say get a hit over a half-court shot
2: yeah yeah okay yeah i want to batting cages i'll punt that bitch i'll put 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 that 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 thing on (laughs) medium hey listen Hey, I would sacrifice a body. I'm taking it right
0: to the shoulder. <laughs> okay, we're well, getting into the we're getting into the NFL space. Speaking of sacrificing your body, would you rather be hit by a hundred mile mile per hour fastball or get hit by an NFL linebacker? You were a tight end, right, Cece?
1: I was a tight end, yeah, but in high school, like I wouldn't, I, I couldn't have <laughs> never played at another level. Um, so <laughs> I, I would take. You think, I would not developed yet. No, I, I feel like I can I can figure out how to not have it be so bad by getting hit by hundred miles an hour. Oh, like I
0: can I can
1: I'm like roll in, like I can take it off like maybe over here in my back or something like that.
0: Wait, and it have, be. how do you even know? It's like I'm,
3: that I'm taking a linebacker. So this is a difference. If you're not talking about like some ver uh what what is what Montez birthlet, we're not talking about him like blindsiding you and no
1: chance. To, like, I'm like trying I, to take
3: off your head. That's a, if you're just talking about him, him like you handing me the ball and running, having him tackle me. I'll take that over 100 mile an hour of fastball.
1: Nah, I can navigate, I can navigate a fastball as long as it's not like up in my hand. Like, I, I can figure it out. Oh, no, Gosh. I don't want to get on any NFL field because those, those guys are bigger than me, faster, and like three times as strong. Like, no thanks, I'm cool.
0: What do you mean bigger than you? Are you one of the biggest players in Major League Baseball?
1: In baseball, not in football.
2: Oh,
3: (laughs) is that
1: Margo? Hi, Margo.
2: Yeah. She fell in the pond. Yes. Oh, you gotta be careful. Would you
0: rather get hit by a hundred mile per mile per hour fastball or a linebacker?
2: You know what? Give me a linebacker. I feel like I would cry if somebody hit me with a ball. Like, you would see tears. Of course, I would have the cool glasses I wear, but you would just see a (laughs)
1: tear.
2: Right? If I want to cry with somebody, my body ain't built for getting hit, man. Like, I took boxing lessons for one summer, and somebody accidentally hit me. And I said, you know what? This ain't me. Like, this ain't me. (laughs) This ain't built for this. Nothing about this is right. It doesn't. I'm not supposed to be hit. I'm tender. I'm from the suburbs. This ain't me. So give it. Let me. Let me try to somebody tackle me. At least I can slide. I might slide. I'm running back. Quarterback. <laughs> Wide receiver. I'm sliding. Wow. <laughs> preserve the body.
1: <laughs> you know it was crazy. Like I I would have nightmares about getting hit with line drives. Like after you throw a pitch and like a oh. line drive coming back, and I actually caught one off the Ooh. collarbone one time. Like, I, didn't, I never even seen it. Like, I, I threw the pitch, and, like, it hit me in the neck. And I was, like, I was so I was so mad. Like, I was pissed off. Like, I I, I, kid, I can't explain it. I was yelling at the dude at first base to hit the ball. <laughs> I was pissed. He was like, one of my own teammates.
0: That's my point. Why didn't you tell me? You just said that you feel like you could dodge a, a fastball. A
1: pitch, yeah. But, like, like just, like, a line drive back at you, you got no chance. But if if, if a pitch was coming, I feel like I can figure that out.
3: Okay. Only one time, all the pitches you've thrown in your entire life—only one time have you been hit? With one?
1: No, I got hit all the time. I'm huge. Uh-huh. Like I'm an easy target. But <laughs> one time, like in the in the chest, right here, like it's in the column. of yeah, I was, yeah, I was pissed more than anything. Okay.
0: Okay. Would you rather pitch, be the pitcher, bottom of the night, three-two count, bases loaded, tie game, or? Tie game. Step to the free throw line. Have to hit a game winning free throw.
1: Throw a pitch. I'd rather be on the mound.
2: Okay. Alright. Well, all well, we have to understand pitch. how daunting the mound is. I try to throw out a first pitch, and I've never oh, thrown a pitch seen from a mound. Ch- Seven footer. We've, we've seen Channing Spurs pro. From it was windy. the in Cleveland. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, said he said it was windy. It was windy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tornado warning. Fun life. <laughs> Nobody sits,
1: does that. I got go so to go look this up. I got to go look this up. Oh, look it up. You're
2: gonna... <laughs> oh. Oh, it's bad. That... it's like, uh... they go, hey, do you put a pitch on a mound? And I said, yeah, I'm not going to throw it from the grass. So they're like, you sure? I was like, yeah. So Richard goes, 10, you should practice from a mound. I said, Dude, I don't know where a mound is to like just practice before I do this. I'm like, no, but Listen, when the guy who was standing up dug down and then had his hand like this, I don't know how many feet away it is, it seemed like a hundred, a hundred <laughs> yards away from me. I said, Oh, I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. Said, I'm not ready. Everything in my soul said, You know what? You're just going to eat this. Like, you are going to get made fun of. So I said, just get it there, right? So I went back to, like, the first time my dad taught me to throw a baseball when I was, like, six years old. He said, just be here, son. And so I tried <laughs> to sidearm that joint, and it went far left like I shanked a golf ball.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, listen, I went to the bar after that. I said, just let me drink this away. It went viral so quick. <laughs> People love it first pitch, me too.
1: People oh, love that. So they love those go viral. Like bad first pitches, people so love them. Hard. It is so hard. It's seven footer,
2: and you're trying to throw down like this. You feel like you're throwing straight into the ground to so a person with his little itty bitty hands going like this. And you got a ball right there and cancel that. You noise. know who was a good pitch? My or? wife laughed at Me, hilarious. You should see crying, laughing.
0: Who Drew,
1: was? Drew a pitch. Yeah, Lauren, can my pitch.
2: wife. Oh,
3: Lauren, oh, crying oh, uh Drew Gooden.
1: Yeah, Drew Gooden. Drew Gooden was a good pitcher.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and Drew were tight. Yeah, I I can't pitch. I went up there and the only thing I did is I threw I threw a, a softball up there. I threw a grapefruit. I just was like <laughs> I'm not gonna hit, throw it in the dirt. Mine's not gonna as long as the pitcher catches it. I'm fine. I wasn't trying to look cool. I just went up there and literally just like tossed it like I was throwing it to my five year old son. Just get it there. So <laughs> basically
0: y'all are just sticking to your sports despite the free throw percentages you both shot.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do a
0: little frisbee golf.
3: Oh you're trash. <laughs> uh, and
0: in, is there
3: another would you rather?
2: Yes. Um
0: these are just um questions now. What's the tougher grind? NBA or MLB?
3: Oh, NBA. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: I think baseball does. No.
3: You guys have a lot more games. You guys play have every
1: game.
3: game. You have a lot more games. I understand. And e- even now, the NBA schedule is a lot softer. But like, the physicality that goes into it, I'm not saying baseball players don't get hit. I'm not saying that you guys don't have slides and you guys aren't running into walls. But just that it's called a hardwood floor
1: for a reason. Yeah.
3: Right? Anytime. Yeah dive anytime you fall anytime you take a charge like i i am just saying
1: the everydayness of baseball though that that's what it's not as physical but it makes it physical because you it's literally there's no practice there's no recovery you know what i'm saying like you'll have a a seven o'clock game in the bronx gets over at 11 o'clock and you got a one o'clock game the next day and you got to be ready to play again you know what i'm saying like (laughs) that's I could never pitch once a week. I pitched, I pitched once a week. I had the best job in sports. I literally had the best job in sports. <laughs> yeah. Thirty-five yeah. times a year, I get out there, literally. But
2: <laughs> playing it's every day, game. it sucks for you <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yes, that's how I was. I would always be in the clubhouse. Like I would never want to play every day. I'm so glad my dad made me a pitcher. <laughs> like I would always like tease those guys all the time. But nah, it's just the everydayness yeah. of it. I, I feel like the grind. I, I mean, that, that's just me, though.
0: Being here in L.A., I, um, the uh, worst worst spectrum, I,
1: is spectrum, catcher. The worst job in sports is a catcher. Fact. Like, every All day... The- a, catcher, never- a
3: catcher or, an, or, or, like, an offensive lineman.
1: Yeah, but a catcher in a hot city like St. Louis or Texas or, or here in the summertime, like, catching every day? That's insane.
3: Nah, that's the worst. We, we can agree on that. That's the worst one. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I do the Dodger Network. Uh, a few times a season, and Nomar Garcia-Para and um, Jerry harrison swear that the Major League baseball season is harder than the NBA season. It's hard. They just and,
1: and I don't even know it. You know, I have no idea. I've never played every day. <laughs> you just watch guys coming in like, man, you look tired. You right. <laughs> <laughs> man, I ain't got to play today. <laughs> Okay,
3: cool. like, like, I'ma get on, I'm on the on the elliptical and just do like 15 minutes.
1: <laughs> stretch. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Stretch, channing. Okay, two more. What's uh more fun? Diving for a catch in the outfield or a dunk?
1: Oh dunk. Dunk.
0: dunk. Some, of the, some yeah. of the top plays are catches in the outfield. No.
1: Nah,
2: do Have we you ever look like people that door. would run in the outfield? Yes. <laughs> I would be a, like, a, what's that, first base manager? What are those called? First base guys?
1: First, first base coach. There keep you going. Go.
2: That's, yeah, first
1: base <laughs> coach. That's me. That's what I nah, I think dunks <laughs> are way going, more exciting.
0: Stop, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> also doesn't dunk. So. Yeah, um, sure. Okay, last uh, one. Check this. What did you say? Hey. Okay. Uh, last one. Which sport has the best bras? NBA or MLB? Oh,
2: MLB. Sure.
1: Ugh. encouraging.
0: Cece, have I, you ever got charged when you're on the mound?
1: No, I've never been charged on the mound, but I've definitely charged from the dugout, like like charged the mound. But I've never <laughs> been charged when I was out on the mound. But yeah, I've <laughs> I've definitely like come out of the dugout a couple times, started a couple fights, like. Yeah, baseball fights are
0: fun. For Major League Baseball or the NBA, if you leave the bench, if you clear the bench, it's like an automatic suspension, right? Fine? Yeah,
3: suspension. Well, the problem is, is that our sport is the closest to all the fans. So that's when, like, when people start stumbling onto kids or families in the middle of a fight. That's different. Baseball, they're still confined. And you typically have the hitter versus the entire ba- team that's on the field. So you've got to go out and support your guys. It's okay,
0: fun. So you, baseball if, fights are fun. If you clear <laughs> I was gonna say, if you clear the dugout, then you don't get penalized unless you o- actually...
1: O- only if you're on the, the IL. If you're on the IL and you're in the dugout and you leave, then you get suspended. But other than that, no. But it's so many people that you can, like, punch and grab and, and stuff <laughs> in baseball. <laughs> by. Like, it's so <laughs> many guys on the field.
3: You got the coach. you got At 25 April guys. Martina. Like, Pedro Martinez is like throwing over old people. yeah uh,
1: Zimmer, yeah, like it's—I mean—that was messed up, but like was really up. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun because because it's so many people. It's just like a big brawl. That's that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. What
0: was your favorite? No, I would
1: have loved. It. What was the best one that you were a part of? Um, the best one was us against the Tigers a couple years ago. It was it was a good one. Uh, Miguel Cabrera and I think Austin Romine got into it at the plate. And then it was just, but it, it lasted for like four innings. Like we were going out there every inning for like four innings. It was fun.
0: But do you like clear the dugout with an intent or do you just go and be like, I'm going to be a part of this just because? No, you
1: got to pick somebody. Like, yeah, you already got to like, <laughs> so like we know that we go going to fight with somebody. Like, all right, I got him. You got him. Like, yeah, no, nah, we, I mean, it's like, it's like set up. Like you already know who you're going after for sure. Awesome.
3: Yeah, you guys are, you guys are chirping to each other from across
1: the way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. the whole time. If if it's if it's beef, then we're we chirping the whole time. And you can tell you know going into the game, like oh, we're gonna fight today. You know what I'm saying? Like you know those beefs. Okay.
0: That is a whole yeah. different mindset. So
2: that, that's a life I about. <laughs> <laughs> you Yeah, right, Jenny. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: CC, thank you for taking C-C. the time.
3: CC, thank oh. you so much thank for joining us
0: so
2: thank thanks, much.
0: Thank Again,
1: R2C2 podcast. Yeah, yeah, R2, yeah, me and Ryan Ruko started because of road tripping, but yeah, we've been going pretty strong in the past couple of years. And, um, you know, like I said, we got the inspiration from here. So thanks for having me on.
0: Absolutely. Oh, our thank pleasure. You, yeah, continue so to uh, so. be safe, stay healthy. I know you're giving back as well. Uh, you gave back um, Boys and Girls Club.
1: Yeah, we're doing the uh, Feed the Five Bros initiative with Fresh Direct and Pitch In. And uh, we were actually out there today in the Bronx um, delivering, you know, uh, boxes of food to families in need right now. So, yeah, we're just trying to do whatever we can, stand healthy, stand safe, and but still trying to help out, too, for sure.
0: Absolutely. Our gratitude continues to go to all those who are working on the front lines for everyone else. So, uh, thank you so much, CC. That is another edition of Roach.